Femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such girls are inspiring. And this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz and my guest today is Lilia Minko. Lilia is the Vice President of Outgoing Global Volunteer for ISAC in Kyiv, Ukraine. She loves dancing, learning languages, discovering other cultures, and currently she is studying Swedish and Dutch at Taras Shevchenko National University, Kyiv. Lilia, how are you today? Uh, yes, I'm fine today. Thank you so much. And how are you? I'm feeling grateful lucky and very very curious about you and i want to ask from all your hobbies which ones are you doing these days more often which ones are you most active with mm -hmm. thank you for your question um so i can say that i'm doing different hobbies right now because uh, i have really a lot of time uh, first of all, I want to say that um, one of my favorite hobbies is uh, to learn new cultures, to learn new languages. So right now, most of my time, I uh, study languages. I study Swedish, Dutch. Uh, um, also, uh, I'm, for example, practicing my English. I'm watching different movies or, or films, something like that. And uh, sometimes um, I'm dancing at home. Uh, yes, it's also my favorite hobby. So I can say that uh, I'm doing all my hobbies right now because I have time for this. Thank you. And if you could say something that is similar between you dancing at home and you learning languages and learning about new cultures, what is common between them? What's emotional or interesting that is similar about that? Mm -hmm. Thank you for the question. I can say that uh, maybe it's um, my love to these hobbies because um, when I'm learning languages, I can say that I'm so happy. And I'm and when I'm dancing in my home, uh, I'm also so happy. So I can say that it's really my big love to what I'm doing right now. I like that being and feeling happy. And this podcast is about femininity, about women and about all that. What is it for you to be a woman? Is it an energy? Is it a look, an aesthetics? Is it a behavior? How would you describe it? And what makes you feel like a woman? Um, yes, firstly, I can say that it's my power. Um, because I'm sure and I can see that women right now are so strong. They are so powerful. And uh, I can say that it's all about behavior. It's about aesthetic. It's about everything, actually. Uh, it's about a strong, really a strong energy, a strong power uh, of being women. Um, so, yes, I can say that it's, it's about everything. Thank you. And since you described it as power and about everything, what is masculinity and how you experience a man for you 
what is it and how is it different to a woman? Uh, okay, I can say that um, masculinity, of course, it's uh, also very important. And uh, um, I really believe that uh, as masculinity, as uh, femininity yes thank you so much uh, they are both both so important and uh, it plays really an important role in my loves in my life so i can say that uh it's both it's very important right now thank you and tell me about dance have you ever had that experience of dancing where you feel like time stops like you're moving in slow motion and almost watching yourself doing something really cool and magical or is it more for you about energy releasing energy feeling energy and just almost like chaotic fun uh for me uh first of all of course it's about energy because i've been dancing for eight years and uh, i visited really a lot of um, um championships something like that competitions and every time when i'm dancing i feel myself really happy and as you uh, have already said like the time really stopped and uh, i'm feeling myself happy i'm really proud of myself because other people uh, can watch my uh, dance and uh, they appreciate this especially when uh, when it's um, and when we are talking about competitions and uh, yes times really stop in this moment and i'm feeling so happy what is the importance of other people watching you do something that makes you very happy is it different to if you're doing it alone and feeling that happiness at home or without people watching? Actually, I can say that, of course, it's uh, not so important when people look at you, but it makes me feel happy when people are satisfied of my work. So, for example, I can motivate them, I can inspire them, and after uh, my dances, they can also start to dance. Uh, so, yes, it's more about motivation it's more about inspiring other people and in this situation i can say i can say that it's so important uh yes thank you if you were to describe what is the meaning of inspiring others what is inspiration how does someone feel when they're inspired what would you say um, I can say that it's so important because um, I'm now a vice president and I'm working with uh, really a lot of people, for example, in my department. And uh, I'm a leader and I should inspire my team every time. And uh, I see when they are inspired by me, they have fire in their eyes, if you, if you can understand this, this feeling. So I can feel them. It's so important to feel people when you're talking about, for example, when I'm talking about my experience, uh, about my, uh, I don't know, about my uh, internships, and uh, I was in Turkey and internship about my, my experience in this country, uh, about my hobbies, and um, I'm, I'm feeling satisfied, I'm feel, feeling proud of myself, and they also feel me, and they have fire really in their eyes, and this is really inspiration. 
So it's something it's so important not only to inspire other people, but also to be inspired by another people. Uh, so I can say that inspiration plays really important role in our, in my life. I really love that, and we cannot not speak about the situation in Ukraine and the war and the invasion and all that. How did you experience that first day of war? Where were you? And how did these weeks change you as a person? Uh, I think that this situation changed every person in Ukraine. Uh, one day before the war started, my aunt called me and she said, I was in Kyiv and she said, me, go home, please, we are waiting for you one day before the war. And I came home, I, I was in Kyiv and I came home, I'm from the region and um, we were talking a lot i have plans to go to odessa like on weekends and we were talking about odessa about other places in ukraine and we were really happy because we spent really the whole evening talking about ukraine and when it when it started like at 4 a.m my friend from Kyiv called me and uh, she was shooting she was crying a lot and i really had goosebumps on my body i i didn't believe really uh, i woke up i started to read news and i was really shocked i couldn't eat i couldn't sleep i couldn't doing anything really and it was really so hard for me to understand what's going on right now um it was so hard for the first week yes uh, i i was laying on my bed all the time i was reading news and that's it uh, but after this i understood that um lives move on and i started to um I started to live, trying to live. So I communicated with all my friends all the time. I communicated with my team, uh, with my family. I started to do some exercise and something like this. I started to do my everyday routine, so to 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 feel myself better. And uh, yes, it, it helped me a lot. And I can say that, of course, the situation changed uh, me so much. Uh, I understood that people should be ready for everything. Like uh, you should be ready really um, to live in different situation and lives move on. And you should understand that um, you have your family, you have your friends and you shouldn't give up, especially when you are a vice president and you have really a lot of people uh, who you are leading. And yes, I understood that I can't give up. I should move on even in this situation. I started to help uh, our army. I started to volunteer more and more, and it really helped me. Uh, so, yes, I think that this situation changed really me a lot. Thank you. And if someone is listening and they want to become a better leader, maybe become a vice president someday or anything, what did you learn about leading people and what's your method to inspire others and motivate them first of all it's so important to feel your people uh, like to lead people it's not so easy because people are so different 
So you need to um, have really good communication skills so you can feel people, you can, um, you can feel what they want to achieve, what they want to do. And you should always uh, educate yourself, first of all, and then your people. Every time when, for example, we have different meetings, I'm preparing for two, for three hours to create something unusual, to create something new, to give really useful information for these people, to inspire them in different ways. Um, I'm also, for example, when I want to motivate them, I'm preparing different motivational speeches. So I'm uh, reading different information in the internet. Uh, so yes, I prepare different presentations, something like that. So to, to do my best for these people, like because I'm responsible for their experience in their organization, if we are talking like common i'm i'm responsible i'm finally responsible for their results for their experience so i should do my best to motivate them to inspire them to give them useful information so yes thank you so much this is absolutely so fascinating and you're very interesting and you're a very good communicator so how did you learn that and how do you see communication in your mind when you think about communication? Is it for you like sharing yourself? Is it for you a logical and st structural uh, exercise? Like what is your approach or way of thinking about communicating clearly? Uh, okay, uh, my leadership experience started when I was at school. I decided to apply for a president of the school and uh, I was a president. And from this time, I was so interested in communication because I saw like a lot of leaders and um, they were talking always that the most important thing is communication. And I started to read a lot of information about how to communicate right, how to share your emotion, how to like speak structurally, so, uh, as you said. And I started just to search different information. And I can say that um, it's about different things. It's about your behavior. It's about your minds. Uh, it's about your thoughts because um, every person is so different so for example when I'm talking uh, I'm do I'm 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 behave like my behavior is so different and I like it but some people when they are talking and uh, they for example they are uh, staying and they didn't like moving something like that so it depends on the person but my advice is to to learn different information about this and then implement this, like to try different things. And then every person will understand uh, what is better for the certain person. So the, the most important things, don't be afraid and um, always experiment, always trying something new, and then everyone can understand uh, what is better for the person. Thank you. And again, returning to the situation in Ukraine, what are your thoughts about what will happen next? Do you think this war will stay a long time? Do you think it will finish soon? 
Do you think the millions of Ukrainians who are abroad now will return to Ukraine? Or do you feel they started maybe a new life, so they will continue outside? I really, really hope and I really believe that this war will end soon. Uh, because uh, as we can see, Ukrainians now are so strong. Uh, a lot of uh, countries, a lot of uh, foreigners, they are talking about Ukraine, they are talking about the situation, and I really believe that this will end soon. And as for people who uh, move abroad, uh, I also really, I, I don't know for sure, because it's, of course, it's, this is kind of difficult question, uh, but I think that uh, mostly people will come back to Ukraine uh, because they should understand, I think they should understand that Ukraine needs people, like after the war, Ukraine will need us, especially young people, because our generation is the next generation who will lead Ukraine, who will lead this country. So I really believe that our Ukrainian youth understand this. Uh, because, for example, when uh, I'm talking about my friends from Kyiv, from the university, from ISEC, uh, a lot of them are now abroad, but they are missing Ukraine so much and they want to come back so much. And most really mostly of my friends, they will come back. And I hope that really a lot of people will come back and will help Ukraine after the war. Thank you so much. And there are some sociologists and psychologists who think and say that this war will leave a trauma on the personalities of all Ukrainians and all the society for generations to come, where there will be a lot more depression, helplessness, negativity. Do you agree with this? Or what is your perception based on the people you know? Or do you think when there will be a victory day, that will be such a celebration that everybody will become much more positive, dynamic, and heal all the traumas? Um, and this is actually so interesting. Um, I think that, of course, we will have trauma in uh, our lives uh, because this is horrible situation and we will remember this for all our life and we will tell this to our children and something like this but i want to believe and i want to hope that after the celebration people start people will start to think positively because it's a responsibility it's a responsibility um to build new new ukraine if i can say so it's a big responsibility so um it's very important to stay positive to create something new to do everything for ukraine to unite uh, with other people so i really want to believe that uh, everything will be okay Thank you so much, Lilia. This was enriching. This was wonderful and super valuable. I wish you to keep going. And Slava Ukraini. Heroin Slava, thank you so much for this. I'm so happy to participate in your podcast. Mm-hmm.